Shema Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Echad Baruch Shem Kehud Malkuto Le'olam Va'ed Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Blessed be the name of the glory of His kingdom forever and ever. Amen. Good morning, Mishpacha. Welcome to the Daily Audio Torah. I'm Laura Densmore, your host, and I'm so glad you're joining in with me today. Today is Wednesday, January 4th. It is prophesied in the book of Amos that in the last days there would be a famine in the land. Not a famine for food, but a famine for the word of God, as it is written in Amos 8, 11 and 12. Behold, the days come, says the Lord God, that I will send a famine in the land. Not a famine of bread, nor a thirst for water, but of hearing the words of the Lord. And they shall wander from sea to sea, and from the north even to the east. They shall run to and fro to seek the word of the Lord, and shall not find it. Even in the days of Joseph, there were seven years of plenty, followed by seven years of famine. He had stored up grain for the seven years of famine. The Daily Audio Torah is your storehouse where you can get grain. It is 20 minutes every day of pure scripture flowing out, living manna to feed your spirit. Are you being blessed by this ministry? Please consider supporting Daily Audio Torah. You can make a one-time or a recurring donation by going to dailyaudiotorah.com and then click on the Give pick on the navigation menu. You can then make a secure online donation there. Thank you for your prayers, and thank you for your support. Now let's continue our journey through the entire Bible in one year. This week we are reading from the New Living Translation for the Hebrew Scriptures and for the Brit Hadashah. Today we continue the Torah portion, Vayeki, and it means, And He Lived. Genesis 49, 1-18 Then Jacob called together all his sons and said, Gather around me, and I will tell you what will happen to each of you in the days to come. Come and listen, you sons of Jacob. Listen to Israel, your father. Reuben, you are my firstborn, my strength, the child of my vigorous youth. You are first in rank and first in power, but you are as unruly as a flood, and you will no longer be first, for you went to bed with my wife, you defiled my marriage couch. Simeon and Levi are two of a kind. Their weapons are instruments of violence. May I never join in their meetings. May I never be a party to their plans, for in their anger they murdered men, and they crippled oxen just for sport. A curse on their anger, for it is fierce. A curse on their wrath, for it is cruel. I will scatter them among the descendants of Jacob. I will disperse them throughout Israel. Judah, your brothers will praise you. You will grasp your enemies by the neck. All your relatives will bow before you. Judah, my son, is a young lion that has finished eating its prey. Like a lion, he crouches and lies down. Like a lioness, 
who dares to rouse him. The scepter will not depart from Judah, nor the ruler's staff from his descendants, until the coming of the one to whom it belongs, the one whom all nations will honor. He ties his foal to a grapevine, the colt of his donkey to a choice vine. He washes his clothes in wine, his robes in the blood of grapes. His eyes are darker than wine, and his teeth are whiter than milk. Zebulun will settle by the seashore and will be a harbor for ships. His borders will extend to Sidon. Issachar is a sturdy donkey resting between two saddle packs. When he sees how good the countryside is and how pleasant the land, he will bend his shoulder to the load and submit himself to hard labor. Dan will govern his people like any other tribe in Israel. Dan will be a snake beside the road, a poisonous viper along the path that bites the horse's hooves so its rider is thrown off. I trust in you for salvation, O Lord. Matthew 4, 12-25 When Yeshua heard that John had been arrested, he left Judea and returned to Galilee. He went first to Nazareth, and then left there and moved to Capernaum, beside the Sea of Galilee, in the region of Zebulun and Naphtali. This fulfilled what God said through the prophet Isaiah, In the land of Zebulun and of Naphtali, beside the sea, beyond the Jordan River, in Galilee, where so many Gentiles live, the people who sat in darkness have seen a great light. And for those who lived in the land where death casts its shadow, a light has shined. From then on, Yeshua began to preach, Repent of your sins and turn to God, for the kingdom of heaven is near. One day, as Yeshua was walking along the shore of the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, also called Peter, and Andrew, throwing a net into the water, for they fished for a living. Yeshua called out to them, Come, follow me, and I will show you how to fish for people. And they left their nets at once and followed him. A little farther up the shore, he saw two other brothers, James and John, sitting in a boat with their father, Zebedee, repairing their nets, and he called them to come too. They immediately followed him, leaving the boat and their father behind. Yeshua traveled throughout the region of Galilee, teaching in the synagogues and announcing the good news about the kingdom, and he healed every kind of disease and illness. News about him spread as far as Syria, and people soon began bringing to him all who were sick. And whatever their sickness or disease, or if they were demon-possessed or epileptic or paralyzed, he healed them all. Large crowds followed him wherever he went. People from Galilee, the Ten Towns, Jerusalem, from all over Judea, and from east of the Jordan River. Psalm 4, 1-8 Answer me when I call to you, O God, who declares me innocent. Free me from my troubles. Have mercy on me and hear my prayer. How long will you people ruin my reputation? How long will you make groundless accusations? How long will you continue your lies? 
You can be sure of this. The Lord set apart the godly for himself. The Lord will answer when I call to him. Don't sin by letting anger control you. Think about it overnight and remain silent. Offer sacrifices in the right spirit and trust in the Lord. Many people say, who will show us better times? Let your face smile on us, Yahweh. You have given me greater joy than those who have abundant harvests of grain and new wine. In peace I will lie down and sleep, for you alone, O Lord, will keep me safe. Proverbs 1, 20-23 Wisdom shouts in the streets. She cries out in the public square. She calls to the crowds along the main street, to those gathered in front of the city gate. How long, you simpletons, will you insist on being simple-minded? How long will you mockers relish your mocking? How long will you fools hate knowledge? Come and listen to my counsel. I will share my heart with you and make you wise. I want to speak to you today from a couple of verses from Psalm 4. And I want to zoom in on verses 4 and 5. Don't sin by letting anger control you. Think about it overnight and remain silent. Offer sacrifices in the right spirit and trust in the Lord. I wanted to just do a deep dive on that and just talk about anger and how to properly handle it. This is something I've had a lot of experience with because I happen to have a rather short fuse. I can blow up, but I get over it quickly. But there's a right way to handle anger, and if it's not handled properly, you can do a lot of harm and damage to other people around you and say things that you deeply regret. What causes anger? Sometimes anger is because a person is being harassed, poked at, persecuted, treated badly. And those all can be reasons why a person gets first irritated, frustrated, and then it escalates to anger. So in your anger, we're not to sin. Anger is a spirit. It can be an evil spirit. And what these verses are saying is, don't let anger control you. Um, in Proverbs, there's another verse that talks about how a man who does not have self-control, who is easily angered, is like a city without walls. And in ancient times, cities had walls around them to protect them from attacks from marauding armies. So we don't want to have just an open field day for the enemy, the spirit of anger to get in and just have a field day. So what do we do if somebody is harassing, persecuting, um, offending, saying unkind, mean things that can really get your goat up, rub you wrong? Well, these verses give us the approach. Think about it overnight and remain silent. To remain silent takes self-control, and that's one of the fruits of the Spirit. So 
It also says in the scriptures, do not repay evil for evil or insult for insult. So if someone is insulting you and speaking evil speech against you, we're not to return in kind. If they're throwing mud and having a mud fest, we don't reach into our bucket and throw mud back. That just makes things worse. Better to take a step back, leave the room, walk away from the person, put some distance between you and that other person, and take a break. Put yourself in an adult timeout. Go on a walk. Go have a cup of coffee. Uh, just change the scene, change the atmosphere. Go take a shower. Um, go somewhere else. And think about it overnight. So we can safely take our anger to the Lord in prayer. That's the one person we can dump on. We can tell him how we feel, exactly how we feel. All the things that we would love to hurl back at the other person, we can certainly take it to the Lord and tell him, you know, that wasn't fair. That wasn't right. They called me this name. They said this. They did that. And we can pour it all out to him and he will listen. We can take all of that to him. And then we can say, now, Father, help me to forgive that person for what they said or for what they did. Help me to forgive them. So that's what more of this verse is saying is offer sacrifices in the right spirit and trust in the Lord. So if what that person did was wrong, even illegal, but morally and spiritually wrong, by trusting in the Lord, he says, vengeance is mine, says the Lord. In other words, what that other person is sowing, they're going to reap. If the other person is harassing you and also harassing others and their mouth is out of control and they're gossiping and saying evil speech about you behind your back, God is going to deal with them. So we don't have to get even and we should not try to get even. We tell the Lord, we bring it to him in prayer, and he will take care of it. It may not happen the same day or the next week. It may take time. But believe me, when we trust in the Lord and put it in his hands, he will deal with that other person. So we are to stay humble. We're to have a forgiving heart. And in fact, when we purpose and choose to forgive that other person for how they treated us, mistreated us, that is a, a proper sacrifice unto the Lord. And the Lord says that um, we must forgive others around us or he cannot forgive us. And believe me, every one of us needs God's forgiveness on a daily basis. But what else can make a person angry? Sometimes it's much bigger than just in a personal relationship. Sometimes the anger is a righteous anger over a larger situation, such as medical tyranny, widespread lockdowns, mandates to wear a mask, mandates to get a jab, which is a bioweapon, and many, many people have died and had very adverse reactions to this jab. Mandates, if you don't take this jab, you don't get your job anymore. You're fired. Those kind of things are evil and wicked, and that can make a person angry. Or when elections are stolen, and it's in your face, theft and thievery. It's quite obvious. It's right in your face. The evidence is staring at you. And it's obvious that an election has been stolen. That can make righteous anger well up. 
And what do we do with that kind of anger? Again, we're not to rail against our government. We can think about it overnight and remain silent and offer sacrifices in the right spirit and trust in the Lord. Now, he may lead you to take some action. Some people have been called to do alternative news media, and they do podcasting, and they interview guests, and they get the truth out on the Rumble channel. And that's what they're called to. That's how they respond to all the media lies and to the uh, brainwashing and programming and the, 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 the bald-faced lies that go out on the mainstream media. Others may be called to go to school board meetings or to run for a school board position, that we need more light and truth and salt in the world's marketplace. So, you know, then somebody like Clay Clark, he's called to organize these um, gatherings called Reawaken America, the Reawaken America tour, and he brings on stage all different kinds of people who are tr- who deliver truth bombs to the people to wake them up. So the Lord may call you to action because of this great injustice or this great evil that you, you are living under. Um, so rather than murmur and complain, it's, it's a call to action, but it begins in prayer. Okay, Lord, uh, Hinene, I'm available. I see this great injustice. I see what's going on here. What's my part? What would you have me to do? So in this case, that righteous anger can actually propel us forward into taking a righteous action to try to help correct the wrong and the injustice. In Hebrew, it's called tikkun. And a tikkun means to heal or repair the wound. So Heavenly Father, as we close, I just pray that you will give us self-control. It's one of the fruits of the Spirit. And when we are tempted to get angry in a personal relationship and say things or do things that later we will regret, Father, I pray that you will pull on the reins of self-control in our spirit, that we will zip our lips, that we will be quiet, that we will step away, step back, Pray and seek your face and sleep on it and look to you for your solution to the issue. Father, we don't want to hurt or harm others with our anger, with our words. We only want to bless and build up and encourage and affirm others with our words and our actions. Father, thank you for the wisdom of your word. Thank you that Your mercies are new every morning, and that you can guide us by your Holy Spirit in these matters. We love you, we bless you, and we praise you. In Yeshua's name, Amen. Vish Mareka Yaya 
Blessing from Numbers chapter 6, 24 to 26. Adonai bless you and keep you. Adonai make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Adonai lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. <laughs>